another episode of the Tip for Tap podcast. I am your funny, fine, and freaky host, Lauren the Dom, aka Exotic V, aka the one you want to meet that's oh so sweet. Not petite, but you got much meat. What's up? How y'all doing? Did y'all miss me? Because I missed y'all a little bit, you know. I was gone last week, but now I'm back. Um, A bitch was feeling a little sick, you know, but we just got tough shit out. Fuck what you saying? But how are y'all doing? We have made it through another week. I know shit has probably been all over the place. Like, I'm not gonna lie. The world, like, the world has been tripping. And like, am I the only one who, who feel like that? Like, it's so weird. Like, people just be lying. They sneaking and geeking. They ain't hit with chairs. It's like a whole bunch of nonsense going on. And I just want to applaud everybody for just still trucking through, still getting through. Because life is life. And people is people. And shit has been real ghetto. Um, but yeah, so a little update with me. Still ain't got no dick. That's just what it is. A bitch been working trying to get shit together, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, we, we're here, like, we're almost done with the first part of, like, you know, I say this is, like, the vanilla part of the podcast, because as the pod goes on, we're going to get into some shit, so this is kind of like that, you know, this is kind of like when a nigga put the tip in, little key, like, we're starting off real slow, okay, <laughs> But no, um, that's just what's going on with me. I can honestly say life has been kind of cool. You know, nothing too much is going on. Just trying to figure out me, trying to figure out me, trying to figure out me, okay? But enough of that. Let's get into the shit that y'all came here for, which is the motherfucking second date and all of that, okay? Now... We do not have a sex in the news segment this week, so we're going to dive right into our tip for tat. I wanted to get into this topic this week because as I'm trying to figure out me, um, one of the things that I've realized is I don't necessarily know my love languages, but I do know my sex languages. And I feel like a lot of people in the world are kind of the opposite like everybody knows their sex languages and you know what i'm saying they're able to communicate that to their partner sometimes that's the thing like everything that you do in a relationship you literally have to communicate like we're not mind readers at all and even if we was mind readers i feel like that would be kind of weird like you would just be sitting there like reading my mind about shit and then you'll just pop up with the shit i'll be like how the fuck did you know that? I mean, like, I'm still grateful, but, like, how did you know that? You know what I'm saying? So just communicate certain stuff. Now, is it okay to learn stuff on your own without communicating? Yes, of course. But sometimes you have to communicate because if you don't communicate, they won't know. But anyway, so getting into our love and sex languages, a lot of people really don't know what the difference is so 
love languages essentially describe how you prefer to be loved, right? Like on everyday basis, this is basically how you need your partner to show up for you, right? And sex languages basically refer to how you need to be treated in the bedroom, right? Same aspect, just in different settings, really. Now, love languages consist of quality time, which is undivided attention. Your partner feels loved if you are present and focused on them when you are together. So this can just be you all um, going out on a date. This can be you all just, you know, spending some time and just laying in bed. Who knows? Just being in that, in a, in a space with you and your partner, even if you all aren't talking necessarily, it's just the act of you being there, they appreciate that, right? Um, next is acts of service. This is uh, the nice things you do for your partner that make them feel loved and appreciated. This can be washing dishes, getting the oil changed. This can be cooking. Um, ladies, this can be buying your man, buying your man, um, say nah, but this could be buying your man, uh, like 2k or something. This could be, uh, getting him a haircut. Who knows? So it's just doing nice things for your partner that sometimes they wouldn't expect you to do. I feel like that is kind of acts of service. Um, next we have physical touch. Now, aside from sex, your partner feels love through physical affection. So this could be holding hands. This could be giving your partner a massage, uh, just touching them on the shoulder, just finding some way to, you know, let them know like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know how like y'all niggas like a walk past y'all just smack your ass just randomly. That is a form of physical touch. Um, next, we have words of affirmation. This is expressing affection through spoken words, praise, or appreciation. Now, uh, words of affirmation can also be used during sex, which is what we talked about a lot. Exactly, a praise king. Thank you, thank you. I see y'all listening, I see y'all listening. But, <laughs> but no, so these uh, words of affirmation can just be simple things like, I'm proud of you, um, you look good today. Um, congratulations on I don't know whatever big thing whatever small thing that you necessarily did but you might not feel like that's a big thing whatever the case is it's making your partner feel good about themselves and good about their partnership and last but not least we have receiving gifts this indicates love and affection. Your partner treasures not only the gift itself, but also the time and effort you put in, into getting the gift. Now, receiving gifts can be tricky because a lot of times, of course, you, you want to get your partner what you think they may, they may like, but also pay attention to what your partner does like. I see a lot of people on the internet who, you know what I'm saying, who buy this one thing because they feel like that's what they partner really wanted and it's like no and i'm not saying be ungrateful no like that's never the case but sometimes when like when you are receiving gifts put some like put some actual thought into the gift please like don't be on some shit like oh shit i thought you were gonna like it when have you ever heard me say i like fucking any just listen 
but also, you know, surprise them with some stuff that you, oh, like, I was at the store and I thought of you when I seen this. Something like that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But all in all, just be mindful of the gifts. But also, don't be ungrateful, bitch. Okay? Now, <laughs> moving on to our sex languages. First, we have fun. Um, your pleasure is accentuated when you mix in fun, laughter, and playfulness. You're down with the giggles. Being spontaneous is your kink, and you enjoy having sex in exciting locations and are creative from start to finish. So, this can be um, you and your partner. Um, ooh, I don't know if y'all have ever been having sex with somebody that you know, like you're like you really enjoy. It could be your partner, it could be just a singling, whatever the case is. And you ever have that moment where y'all know, like y'all having just too much fun, and y'all just like get to laughing in the middle of it. Yeah, like that's basically that basically turns you on necessarily. Like you like to do exciting things, like you like to um, like that adrenaline excites you right it, it gets you to that moment especially doing with somebody who who you love i've never like necessarily been like really in. i feel like that could be a topic for another day but i've necessarily never been in love but i've definitely had love for someone and i feel like if we ever had gotten a chance to really explore then fun would definitely be one of those sex languages where I'm like, all right, yeah, like, we, we doing that, okay? Um, next, we have desire. You love a game of cat and mouse. You are turned on by being pursued and feeling desire. You're aroused when your partner makes it very well known that they want you. If your partner's language is desire, try planning out your next sexual encounter with intention and with pleasure. So... Desire is one of those things. It's kind of like a like a like a teasing type of moment, right? You know when when like your partner is teasing you and doing little stuff that really turns you on, but you just can't like really get to them. Like that's like that really excited, like feeling desire. Like I know you want me. Like I wholeheartedly know you do, but you just can't have me yet. Turn that shit up, boy. No. <laughs> um. Next, we have pleasure. You're aroused by learning and exploring every inch of your partner's pleasure map. Pleasing, pleasing them brings you great sexual satisfaction. Exploring and being explored takes your sex to another level. So this could be necessarily for the people who are um, basically doms, you know what I'm saying, the dominants. Um, I am somebody who is necessarily a switch. I like being submissive. Sometimes, but then sometimes I want to, you know, yeah, nigga, I'm in charge. But, but I feel like, ple um, yeah, I feel like pleasure is one of those things where you get excitement in trying to find new ways to make sure that your partner gets the best orgasm in the world basically you know you find little little pleasure points you 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 try to uh do little do little things that just you know like really really taste them to that moment and that really gets you there um <clears throat> moving on to patience 
Rushing is not your ministry. You enjoy slowing down, taking your time, and savoring each moment. Lazy Sundays in bed are your love language. Gentleness wins through and through. So patience is one of those things where you like to you like for the moment to build up, right? This could be necessarily you taking that foreplay time. A lot of you all a lot of you all don't know when in like don't know necessarily when foreplay starts. And wholeheartedly foreplay starts soon as you get in the presence of your partner. That's the thing for me. Soon as you get into the presence that is when foreplay starts because that moment and like it could be just conversation it can lead to even just doing activities whatever the case is those moments leading up to sex is what excites you because it's like okay like we taking our time like we're not necessarily worried about having sex but we know once it gets to that moment it's definitely going to be well worth it now last but not least is my favorite is acceptance slash celebration. You want every part of you to be valued and accepted during sex. Mental and emotional states included. Sexual validation isn't enough. During every phase of sex, you want to feel appreciated and celebrated by your partner. You will be extremely sexually satisfied if every faucet of who you are as a human is accepted. Now, I enjoy... Um, this this sex language simply because i think it is important for us to accept who we are as people when it comes to being aroused in the bedroom right for me i say it all the time i am here to create safe spaces and comfortable spaces for people of color to understand like look i'm into these things this is who i am and i don't want to feel judged about it um and i say this um and I say this all the time that sex is a form of intimacy, right? It's a form of form of vulnerability. And when you give somebody that permission to explore your body in that way, I think that it's important to let that person know, okay, you are safe with me. I accept you. I hear you. And I'm here to make sure that you get the best experience that you can, right? Like I always say, love languages don't necessarily have to apply to just um, relationships. They also apply to your friendships as well. For me, I know some of my friends' love languages. Like for my friend, her love language, her love languages is physical touch, um, and I've just been around her to know, like, okay, when she interacts with her partner, that's something that she does. And also, I can say, acts of service would be a um would be one of hers as well i think that she enjoys when you're able to just you know do stuff for basically take the load off for she enjoys that um for my best friend i would necessarily say he has his physical touch as well um he has to find a way to you know just like i said just find a way to to touch if it's a hug if it's like a Yo, if it, you know what I'm saying, some way, somehow, it's one of those. And I can honestly probably say quality time might be one of his, but I might not be sure. Um, for me, I know that kind of I'm starting to realize that my love language is quality time. 
Um, I enjoy being around my partner, but also I enjoy knowing that we can be in the same room, but we don't have to talk. We don't have to engage. I don't have to be in your face. No, none of that. But the feeling that I get to know that you're right there is what kind of warms my heart. And for my sex languages, I would say that for me, I'm not gonna lie, for me, honestly, my sex languages would be acceptance, it would be fun, and it would be pleasure. Desire is kind of up there because I think I am getting to a point where I do like being desired. Like, I like when, hmm. I like when niggas kind of like really tell me like they really want me. Like I like that. I think I I think I like the act of men chasing me in a way because it's like oh you're never going to get me. But I like the effort though. I love the fucking effort. I don't know cuz I might cuz I might one day hope one day I might be like mm, All right, let's try it out. You know, I might, depending on how consistent you are. We, we can see, we can see. But yeah, I can't, damn, everything on this list might be my favorite. <laughs> but um, all in all, these things are important simply because um, you want to help with increasing your connection with your partner or even with your friends. Um, this enhances appreciation, right? When your partner... Or your friend is showing up in ways that you need to be loved. I think that it makes you appreciate that that person more because they see you. They they're paying attention, and I feel like because a lot of people get to a point of where they feel like they go unseen in certain situations. It's so important to make sure that you're you know showing up in the ways that you can. Right? Don't put the pressure on people to show up in the ways that. You know, yeah, you need to be loved like this, but sometimes people don't have the capability to love you all the way that you need. Um, another important thing to love and sex languages is this helps improving communication and intimacy, right? So when you're able to communicate with your partner, like, look, I enjoy when we when we sit on the couch and watch TV. Okay, maybe we can make it like a every Sunday thing. I enjoy when we cook together. Okay, let's make it an every night thing. Okay, I enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy role playing. Okay, so let's, let's do some different role playing ideas. Like, what do you have? It helps communicate and it helps bring more excitement into the bedroom. And even just... I think it the wholeheartedly the most important thing is in the bedroom. Because if you're not having a good sex life, then you're not necessarily having a good life either. Sex is a stress reliever. So if you ain't if you ain't bumping like y'all need to, it ain't gonna work, babe. It ain't gonna work. <laughs> that shit is not gonna fucking work, okay? But um last but not least Another important reason why learning your love and sex languages is so important is it assists with preventing problems in a relationship by managing expectations on what it means to be loved. Now, I feel like that was so important because 
getting into our hotel this week, I decided to ask some people, what were some pros and cons when it comes to fulfilling your partner's love and sex languages, right? So let's see what she had to say. Say the problem is you guys kind of come together as a couple because a lot of couples break up because needs are being met. So I say that would be a pro. And then a con, sometimes your partner could be into the shit that you're not really into, so that could be a con too. So it really just depends on the conversation that you guys have. Now. She highlighted something that was so uh, important because like I said, everything is about communication, but also understanding that you and your partner are not gonna be into the same things. And it's okay not to fulfill all of your partner's, right? All of your partner's needs. It's not necessarily realistic. And that is why for me, I am somebody who wants to be in an ethical, non-monogamous relationship because I understand I don't have the capability of being somebody's everything. That sounds exhausting. Me trying to fulfill every single need that you have, it's not going to work. And I don't have the time for you to get mad at me and, and start to resent me because I'm not showing up in the ways that you really need me to, but I'm showing up in the ways that I can you know, and that's why I feel like this week was so important because we highlight love languages a lot, but we don't focus on the sex part because we don't think sex is that important. And wholeheartedly, sex is a key of what brings you and your partner together. I know that with sex, it can be some negatives with STDs, with pregnancy, with um you know like energy transferring and, and shit with the stars and moon and all of that shit i get it but also you have to understand that it's a part of how you show up for your partner as well because when you're being pleased in the bedroom you know how to be pleased in the outside world too for me it's become like that i don't know if it's like that for y'all but yeah you know what i'm saying when i'm getting fucked good i'm able to go out into the world and be the best person that i can be maybe y'all need to get some dates <laughs> when trying to get into a new relationship or even when getting into new friendships please understand that it's important to go in there knowing like hey being your everything is too much okay like it's it's too much and we have to give ourselves that some type of some type of slack like we gotta save some stuff for ourselves like i and i get it that you know people will put their partner or their kids before themselves and it's like honestly nobody nobody should ever come before you like, if you don't know what you want, then how you gonna tell this person to to come in and be yo everything? Like, be for real. Because when they out, and this is the thing too about being somebody's everything and trying to fulfill every single need, when you're constantly giving yourself, like, y'all believe that energy uh, transfers when you having sex, but y'all don't believe y'all energy be transferring. When you're constantly giving somebody your energy, they're draining the fuck out of you. Especially if they're not pouring back into you. That's, that becomes very draining. So it's like, save some stuff for yourself. Be for yourself. 
understand that you have to fulfill your needs too. However that may look, do it. But don't rely on your partner to do everything. Because when your partner is out and they doing them, and or your kids move out your house or whatever the case is, and they sitting there like, well, what I'm, what I'm supposed to do? Like, I, I'm lost. Now I got to figure out me. You got to restart the process of figuring you out. And it's like, let's save us the trouble if we can. Okay? So that brings us to our last segment of the day which is how it's just a tip and i just want to say again pay close attention to your partners and friends love languages make sure you communicate and don't put that pressure on each other to be everything right as long as you're showing up in the way that you can in a way that i still know like you're there keep at it keep doing it and you know what I'm saying? If it happens to not work out or whatever the case is, I can say that I left being, I can say that I left doing what I can, the best I can, and there's no regrets, right? So that is all that I have for you all this week. Thank you to my first and my last time listeners. If you want to be a guest on the show, please click that link in our bio and fill out our interview request forms. I am looking for the freaks. I'm looking for the hoes. I'm looking for the niggas who say dick. I'm looking for the bitches who get real quick. No, (laughs) but for real, I am looking for guests. So please, if you know anybody who is into um, entertainment, this can be stripping. This can be... um, OnlyFans, whatever, please, please, please DM us. Fill out the form because we want you on the show. We want to come showcase y'all. Come on now. What we here on? Okay. Now, also, if you do not necessarily want to be a full guest on the show, you can call into the Tip for Tat hotline every week to give your opinion, ask some questions, or just, you know, tell us some wild ass stories that y'all got. You know? All of that will be in our Instagram bio, so make sure y'all follow us at tit underscore four underscore tat pod. Again, that is tit underscore four underscore tat pod, okay? So thank you all for supporting and thank you all for being the big freaking motherfuckers that y'all are, okay? Now, remember to always be humble, be gracious, and be open. I will see y'all at the top because the bottom is way too crowded. Bye.